This summer, dive into the many cools of San Antonio. Because as soon as the temperature rises, so do the many cool things to do. Come keep cool with amazing pools and the hottest nights at the coolest spots in Texas. Go to visitsanantonio.com slash summer. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1,543, and we're going to talk about the physics of the Kessel Run today. I'm wearing my Millennium Falcon t-shirt in the studio here just for the occasion. And here's the background on this. So way back in episode number 1,233, so yeah, more than 300 episodes ago, this will be in November of 2017, I had the pleasure of interviewing Patrick Johnson, who is a physics professor with Georgetown University, and he had just released a book entitled The Physics of Star Wars, and it covers a lot of different topics in Star Wars from the perspective of real-world physics. Now, of course, the Kessel Run happens to be one of the things that's covered in there, and he came up with three ideas for how it's possible that the whole idea of a Kessel Run being done in less than 12 parsecs is actually a legitimate possibility. And again, remember, this is November of 2017, so this was six months before the release of Solo, A Star Wars Story, so we didn't have the details of the Kessel Run. All we had was basically what we had from A New Hope, which is essentially nothing, <laughs> which is is still the open question of whether Han was just saying that to see if he could put one over on Obi-Wan and Luke, or whether there was actually some way to, you know, talk about this as a matter of distance and not a matter of time. And so, yeah, it was all brand new stuff. So Patrick came up with three ways to potentially suggest how it's possible that it could be done in a measure of distance and not be a measure of time as far as like why it was so amazing that he did it in such a short amount of something. So the one thing that didn't turn out to pan out in Solo A Star Wars Story was a hyperspace analogy. The idea that you could travel through a different dimension which would shorten, shorten in real space the amount of the distance that you were traveling. I guess technically in a way, you know, they kind of did that at the end of the Kessel Run in Solo A Star Wars Story, but they had to get out of the whole maw and all of the, you know, Katie's cluster, the Katie's maelstrom, uh, and all that fun stuff before they could go to hyperspace. So technically speaking, yeah, the hyperspace thing doesn't play in. So there are two other things that Patrick suggested that could be a reason why it would be a shorter distance. And both of them actually turned out to be accurate in Solo A Star Wars Story. First, he suggested the analogy of, well, I'll back up and say he you know, helped you to visualize this idea by saying, imagine that there's, you know, a line that, you know, and two ants have to travel, okay? And so it's, you know, 10 feet from start to finish and the ants travel at one foot per second. Then he said, imagine that there was a creature called an ant lion, which happens to be kind of like a sarlacc pit, which basically hides in the ground and waits for ants to fall in it. And that that ant lion is now an obstacle in the path. And so now you could go, you know, maybe 15 feet around the ant lion to get from point A to point B. But maybe one ant is more daring than another, and so he would get closer to the ant lion and make it in 14 feet instead of 13. Or maybe another ant would be even more daring and she would get there in 13 feet instead. So 
that definitely became part of the equation in Solo A Star Wars Story because turning into the the Maelstrom and dealing with all the Carbonbergs flying around and whatnot, well, those are definitely obstacles that the Kessel Path was designed to avoid, but by throwing themselves into the path of obstacles, they managed to shorten their route. There is one other explanation that Patrick Johnson threw into this whole discussion that also became part of what happened in Solo A Star Wars Story as well, and I will explain that one to you after the break and a quick word from our friends at Nissan. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, if you haven't checked out Nissan's Best in the Galaxy customizer, then what's keeping you? Here's the link to do it real quick. It's sw7x7.com custom. That'll get you right there. You can customize a Rogue, an Ultima, or a Titan and give it a design inspired by the Millennium Falcon, by an Imperial Heavy TIE Fighter, Moloch's Landspeeder, or four other different designs. Check it out, sw7x7.com custom. And hey, Solo A Star Wars Story is now available on digital and it's coming September 25th on Blu-ray and new in 4K Ultra HD as well. Welcome back. All right, so the other explanation that Patrick Johnson gave, and again, Patrick Johnson, a professor of physics at Georgetown University, so a guy who knows his stuff, basically is an analogy to the whole black hole situation. He said, you know, imagine that this line that the ants have to travel is drawn on a piece of paper, but now imagine that there is a dent in the piece of paper that it actually has like, you know, a pit in it and the pit is sort of structured like swirling water down a drain and so you know to do that straight line you would actually have to go in the pit and then back out of it so suddenly that's not the straightest path or the shortest path and so similar to the whole antlion thing you would have to go around this or you would have to try and find the point where as the drain is starting to drain, you would have to find how close you could get, you know, down the slope where you could still manage to keep as short a line as possible without falling into the pit itself. And this is supposed to be an analogy for gravitational wells or black holes. And again, that is what we discover in Solo A Star Wars Story when they get to the Maw, right? That's the gravitational well, aka a black hole, and they end up going closer to it. Now, they don't necessarily go closer to it just to shorten the path. They're actually going closer to it because of that Sum of Verminoth. That's the name of the giant creature that they run afoul of while they're traveling through the Maelstrom. And they need to get closer to the gravity well so that way the creature will get drawn into it and thus sucked off their tail. And, of course, they have to do that by launching the escape pod to <laughs> make the thing go chase after it. And it turns out that they run into a bit of a problem that is described by Patrick Johnson where they get too close to the maw and they start sliding down into the gravity well. And it takes that injection of the drip of coaxium into the Millennium Falcon's fuel system in order to give them enough thrust to get out of the maw. And so it turns out that in that sense, we are not necessarily talking about time once again, and we're actually not talking about speed either with the parsecs thing, although Patrick does talk about speed and how, yeah, we're, you know, making an assumption in 
his uh, ideas about the Kessel Run to make things easier to understand that, you know, the ants that he's talking about in the analogy are all going the same speed, and granted, it wouldn't necessarily be the case that all of them would go the same speed, because that would be a very boring <laughs> situation. So, yeah, speed could certainly play a role in things, but in this particular case, it's not necessarily about speed, it is about distance, and we're just taking Han at his word that it is really all about distance, and the gravity well, even though it's not the intention that Han is using this as a means of shortening the distance, it ends up serving as a means to shorten the distance as well. And so, as we learned from the novelization of Solo A Star Wars Story, according to L3, it is slightly over 12 parsecs that the trip actually takes, and Chewie says that it isn't 12 parsecs like Han claims when he's on Saverine, and he claims to the Saverine folks there, hey, we did it in 12 parsecs, and Chewie growls at him, and Han says, not if you round down, so Han knows that it's more than 12 parsecs as well, but clearly the story has changed over the years until we see Han in the Cantina in A New Hope, and he's saying less than 12 parsecs, unless unless sometime in the intervening 12 or 10 years he's gotten even cockier and decided to try that route again and see if he could shorten it even more. That would be more than a little bit ridiculous, but you know, if you're gonna go around bragging that you've made the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs, then somebody's gonna ask you to do it again and again, and so who knows, maybe he's done that kind of chaotic run through the Carbonbergs more than once, which would then also suggest that, hey, his whole trip into the asteroid field, well, <laughs> He's done something similar with the Kessel Run many times, and so his maneuver in The Empire Strikes Back might not be as crazy as it seems on first blush. I mean, still crazy, but, you know, at least he has a reason for thinking that he can get through it alive. And that is going to do it for the show today. Thank you very much for joining me as always. I hope you are subscribing to the podcast wherever it is that you happen to be catching this episode. And if you're not supporting it, I hope you'll consider that too at patreon.com slash SW7X7. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash SW7X7. For now, though, it just remains for me to say thank you again so much for joining me for this episode. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.